If you want to know how to create like the grades, let's break it down. Generative AI, it's got everybody talking, and for good reason. Every single day, I think I see a post about how generative AI is impacting marketers. And the fact that it's happening every day now is no different than last month or the month before that. But if we go back into time to 2022, when generative AI first reached the hands of so many marketers on behalf of ChatGPT, the conversation around AI was pretty limited. Yes, there's no question that I was very early in my prediction that AI would be the hottest trend in 2018. I can recall sitting on stage talking about AI and how it would influence marketers and how it was going to change everything, but nobody really listened. And for good reason. It didn't take off. It didn't necessarily have the impact that it has in the last few years. In the last few years, the adoption has skyrocketed. Millions of people using ChatGPT, an industry that is now estimated to be worth over $500 billion exclusively in the global marketing space. There's no question about the impact. I wanted to understand the impact a little bit further. I wanted to understand a little bit more around how marketers viewed AI and its role in their world and the things that they are doing to navigate this wonderful world of artificial intelligence. So how would I do it? I wanted to run a survey. I ran a survey of some of the top marketers in the world. I asked people who are specialists, SEO experts, leaders, managers, and more at a wide range of different companies to better understand their perspective on AI and the role that it plays in their day-to-day life. And in today's episode of Create Like the Greats, we're going to dive into that report. We're going to dive into the research and the insights that we gathered by running this survey. My hope is simple. My hope is that you will go through this episode, learn about the habits, the behaviors, and the trends that are shaping the wonderful world of marketing and how artificial intelligence is playing a key role in that shift. My hope is that you can take this episode and be reflective on some of the lessons that we share, some of the insights around the responses from marketers around the globe, and use this as a guiding point, a guiding point for you to think and consider and even brainstorm your own approach to artificial intelligence and how it shows up in your day to day. In this episode, we're going to be sharing exclusive research that was originally shared with Foundation Lab subscribers of our premium case studies and breakdowns directly in Foundation Insider. If you're not subscribed to Foundation Insider, I will include a link in the show notes so you can get a glimpse into what we offer and how we deliver research and insights into the inbox of hundreds of marketers all over the globe every single week covering everything from the growth strategies and competitive networks and approach that brands like Stripe and Airtable and Zapier take to so much more. We talk about the content keyword strategies that other organizations have held so you can learn from them and do the same. This is a research report, breaking down the ins and outs of the AI economy and how it's showing up for marketing. Let's get into it. This is going to be an episode that you don't want to miss. One of the main benefits of working at Foundation is that we're always trying to learn and experiment. And one of the things that we've been experimenting is AI. But one of the things that we started with was training and teaching our team on the power of prompt engineering, how to write a great prompt. Because we believe that if you can write a great prompt, you can ultimately get better results from AI, especially when we're talking about ChatGPT. 
don't get me wrong, some AI tools that we use don't even use prompts. They're just native directly into the platforms where we're using the AI tools to get outcomes. But in instances where you have that prompt experience, where you're asking ChatGPT to develop something, understanding the prompt is, is very important. It's why we created the AI Marketing Console. If you haven't heard of it, check it out. It's a, a link in the show notes so you can download it and experience it. But the reason why we created that and the reason why I'm creating this episode is because AI is fundamentally changing the way that we work. In fact, in our study, we found that 85% of marketers are using it every single month. 85%. 85% of the marketers that we surveyed expressed that they're using tools like Jasper, ChatGPT, and so much more directly in their work. Now, when we think about that, it's interesting to see, especially when you consider probably, I don't know, 12, 15 months ago, that response would have been flipped on its head. Probably 15% would have said yes, even though they used autocorrect, even though they used Spotify and on the back of Spotify was an AI helping make their song recommendations so they could get through the workday. When they talk about AI today, though, it's more of that like blatant usage of AI and constantly using it on a regular basis. So we asked them a few other questions. We asked them, what are you using AI for? And this impact and the insights here were quite staggering. 87% of the respondents stated that they were using AI for content creation. 87%, right? Followed by keyword research, social media, email marketing, note-taking, planning, strategy, and more. But here's the catch. There was a significant amount more by like more than double the amount of people using it for content creation and comparison to all the other trends. What that tells me is simple. It tells me that people are using AI tools to create content. And because of that, we all need to recognize that This could be one of the most game-changing technologies to ever influence content creation as an industry, as a market, and as a space. Generative AI is proving to be a good source and resource for even keyword research. And I think there's no question that now that it is over 40% of the respondents who stated that keyword research is something that they're using AI for, there's also questions to ask like, how soon is it until people are going to start navigating and leveraging these types of experiences to get their data rather than using software, right? These are the questions that you have to ask. Nearly 38, 39% said that they were using it for social media. So in reality, this is having a drastic impact. It's having a drastic impact, not just on content creation for long-form content, not just for SEOs doing keyword research, but now even the social media managers of the world can look at AI and say, can this be a tool that I use to do more, to be more, to be more effective, to communicate better? These are things that are happening on a day-to-day basis, right? I go on LinkedIn today, I go on X today, and the number of responses to a post that is written clearly by AI is significant. The amount of content that I consume when I'm scrolling through and I say it and I know that it is written by AI is significant. But here's the thing that's interesting about all of this. The vast majority of eyes wouldn't pick it up. I pick it up because I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with this industry. I'm obsessed with content. I'm obsessed with AI. So I know when a piece is created with AI because I know how AI sounds. Most people don't. And because most people don't, it's still an opportunity. It's an opportunity for content creation. It's an opportunity for brands. It's an opportunity for social media managers to have threads created, to have LinkedIn post threads created, or LinkedIn carousels created, whatever it might be using AI. So 
Yes, there is a lot of AI-generated content showing up online, but can the vast majority of people tell? Even the AI detection tools, which I'll talk about later, can't tell. When we ask these marketers what tools they're familiar with, the number one tool, with 100%, every single respondent knew what it was, was ChatGPT. The second most popular tool was Canva. And over 80% of the respondents are familiar with Canva. And some of you might be listening to this episode thinking, how can Canva be used for AI? Well, if you're familiar with Canva, and if you're not familiar with Canva, I would encourage you to check it out. But they have a handful of different online AI tools. They have an AI image generator. They have a tool called Magic Design. They've got a handful of things like MagicWrite. They have specifically a ton of AI tools that are intended exclusively to improve your workflows. Magic Eraser, Magic Edit, Magic Grab, Magic Morph, Magic Write, and so much more. These tools essentially leverage AI to do things that you never could before. If you have a photo and in the background of the photo is a lamp and you want that lamp to be gone, you can do it with Magic Eraser. If you have a background of a photo where you're swinging a baseball bat and you want that bat to be gone, you can do that. If you have a birthday cake in your hand in a photo and you want that birthday cake to become a pie, you can do that. It's kind of fascinating to think how far we've come in so little time. But it's important to recognize that this is the way in which the world is operating. In addition to that, the third most popular tool was Grammarly. I'm sure you're all very familiar with that. The fourth most popular tool, which surprised me because I thought it would be higher up, is Midjourney. Midjourney had nearly 65% of respondents familiar with it. And the thing that I love about Midjourney is, in my opinion, it creates some of the most realistic and best images with AI today. I can recall one of my colleagues reaching out to us when we were writing a piece for a client, and the client had requested a pretty unique, interesting image. It was, can we create a photo with somebody riding a horse with a bunch of other people cheering for them, etc.? And I was like, I think we can do that with Midjourney. This was probably a year and a half ago. I tried, and I failed. I couldn't do it. But today, if I do that same prompt, and I asked Midjourney to create it, it comes out exquisite. It comes out perfect. Because Midjourney has evolved as a product. It has evolved its technology and it continues to improve itself. And it is something that I think more marketers should have in their toolkit. That, or the next most popular tool, Dolly. Dolly had nearly 64% of respondents familiar with it and recognize that they can use this tool directly in ChatGPT. It's an interesting conversation and an interesting sidebar, but the question becomes, will Dolly surpass Midjourney? And the reason why I ask that is because they do one in the same, the same type of experience where they create visuals. But one of the things that Dolly has that Midjourney doesn't is, well, there's two things that it has that Midjourney doesn't. One thing that it has that Midjourney doesn't is the ability to build on top of the existing ChatGPT user base to have distribution. It's kind of like the Slack versus Microsoft Teams example, right? Where Slack had ton of value to the market because it was first to market, but then essentially Microsoft launches Microsoft Teams and it surpasses Slack in the matter of a few months because it had distribution. Midjourney might get caught by Dolly because Midjourney is limited to its own individual constraints of being its own platform. Not even to throw into the mix that it has a Discord user interface, which is a whole nother can of worms. After that, we had Jasper. Then we had Copy AI, Stable Diffusion, Eleven Labs, and Runway ML. 
I wasn't surprised that both Eleven Labs and Runway were two of the least known of AI tools, but they're also two, in my opinion, of the most promising. Now, one of the things that we wanted to also know is how many marketers are actually trying to decipher and determine whether or not AI is being used in their work. 70% of marketers said they are not using AI detection tools in their work. 70%. You know, if you go into any campus, if you go into any school, they are being sold daily AI detection tools to help them figure out whether or not a essay was written using ChatGPT. But in the business world, people don't care. Brands don't care. Businesses don't care. Why? Because at the end of the day, if the content is valuable, if the content asset that is received is worth reading and is worth consuming, and there's no plagiarism, then the piece is worth publishing. So, no, 70% of marketers are not using AI detection tools. And I think this is for a few reasons. One, I think a lot of brands are realizing that it's impossible to tell if the person behind the AI is good. Yes, it's possible to tell when the person behind the AI is just copy and pasting whatever ChatGPT gives it. But a good writer who takes AI is still a good writer, and they can modify that content and update that content to make it great. And I think that is where the detection tools fall down. The detection tools can't surpass that. The detection tools can't beat that, and they won't beat that for a very long time. And I think it's important for us to understand this and think about this. And it was important for Foundation to research this because we create content for clients every single day. We have some partners who want us to leverage AI tools to create content at scale. And we have some clients who want us to create unscalable content. Both camps are right. Because when we create AI-driven content, we always use an actual human editor to facilitate the transition between that AI-generated or supported piece getting transitioned into a piece that is worth publishing online, or we just create it by hand, manually, the good old-fashioned way. Now, we wanted to understand what the marketers of the world thought about AI-generated content. Even though they don't use detection tools to figure out if a piece is created by AI or not, we wanted to get a sense from them on whether or not they believed it was up to par, whether or not it was good, whether or not it was worth reading. And only 11% of the people who responded said that they believe that AI-written content was better than human-written content. I'm not surprised by that. People love people. Humans love humans. It, It makes sense. It makes complete sense for us to still be in the corner of each other, right? But it also makes sense for us to look at a lot of AI-written content and say, it's not there yet. Nearly 63% of people thought it was a bit worse or much worse than human-written content. Personally, I believe that some of this might be due to the fact that people aren't always using AI the right way, that they might be over-relying on the AI tools and not necessarily leveraging the fact that you need to tweak it a bit to get it where it needs to be. But the insight is important on its own. And I think this is something that we all need to keep in mind. Now, here's something that I think is fascinating. Fascinating in the sense that a lot of marketers don't believe that it is extremely important for them to use AI in their job. But 33% believe that it's moderately important. 32% believe that it's very important. So more than 60% of people do think it's important to use AI. It's not extremely important in the eyes of many, but it is important to know and to use. That's an interesting insight, folks. Because again, if you asked this question 12 months ago, 
in 2020, I guarantee you that number would have been completely cut in half, if not less. We are going to continue to see an increase in the amount of people believing that AI is worth doing, worth using, worth incorporating in their workflows, incorporating in their day-to-day. Because over time, more and more marketers are going to realize that AI is kind of like an Iron Man suit. It's kind of like your Superman cape, your Wonder Woman suit, whatever you want to wear, whatever your superhero of choice might be. AI is that. And it gives you the ability to do things that you couldn't do with your own human capabilities. With all of this comes concerns. Don't get me wrong. There are challenges with AI, whether it's biases, whether it's the privacy concerns, whether it's the actual concerns of whether or not this tool is going to get into the wrong hands of the wrong person to cause harm. There's no question in my mind that AI is going to have a fundamental impact on society at large that most of us cannot even fathom today. But here's something that is also interesting. There's a lot of stories about AI taking jobs away, that AI is going to laugh at our puny little fingers and and take all of our keyboards and do our work. And if you watch the movies, there's essentially two different worlds that we're going to live in. We could live in a world where AI takes all of our roles and responsibilities and our jobs and we no longer have a purpose beyond enjoyment and pleasure and love and happiness. Or we go down a path where we, in many ways, look to AI as our masters, where AI runs everything. The stores are run by AI. The mass companies and organizations that at one point employed thousands of people are now simply employing AI. There are these two worlds that are kind of contrasting in nature, but show up in the stories that we hear. I again do believe we're going to see a lot of change. I believe AI is going to change a lot of things. You know how it blew everyone's mind the first time they walked into a grocery store and they didn't actually have to talk to a tenant. They didn't have to talk to someone to make their order to purchase anything. That experience, while it's not human and it doesn't feel good, is going to happen in more industries than you could even dream of. You'll walk into a hotel and never actually talk to someone. You walk into a coffee shop, you'll never talk to someone. You'll go up to a food truck and nobody will be in it. The world is going to be more autonomous and AI is going to have a major role in it. So when I asked these marketers though, marketers, how confident are you that AI won't replace you? More than 50% said that they are very or extremely confident that they will not be replaced. I love, I love, love, love the confidence of a human. My Twitter handle, The Coolest Cool, was created as a way for me to constantly remind myself whenever I log into Twitter or LinkedIn, any of these channels that I use that handle, that I shouldn't try to be cool, to stay humble. Because at the end of the day, there's always going to be somebody better than you. There's always going to be somebody trying to get what you have. There's always going to be somebody doing more than you. So stay humble and don't be overly confident. Don't think that you are too cool for school. You need to invest in yourself. 24% are moderately confident, right? Only 20% of the respondents are slightly, if not at all, confident that AI won't replace them. The vast majority of marketers believe that they are good. Fascinating to me. Very, very fascinating. When we asked the marketers, though, what roles do you think are most at risk? It was interesting to hear their response. 
Because in a world where marketers think they're safe, it was fascinating to see that like 75% of respondents believe that content writers are at risk. And I get this. I get this because they have seen it, they have witnessed it, they have saw the possibilities on the back of tools like ChatGPT and Jasper. Links to both of those in the show notes. They have seen the possibilities of these technologies. They've seen the possibilities of these tools and how they can scale content engines and teams. But they haven't seen how AI can replace creative directors. Less than 10% believe that creative directors can be replaced. Less than 10% believe that demand gen specialists can be replaced, right? But here's where it gets even more interesting. If you go to a tech conference and you're hanging out with a lot of developers, engineers, they would tell you that they're likely to have a lot of their role replaced with AI. Yet the marketers, less than 25% of them believe that web developers could be replaced or at risk due to AI. That was an interesting point for me. Nearly 40% believe graphic designers, more than 40%, almost 50, 44 to be exact, believe that email marketers could be replaced. And to that point, I want to call out that email marketing is a fascinating industry because it's very similar to content writing. And the logic around email marketing is, in many ways, able to be replicated by AI. If you have an email marketing funnel and you want to apply that email marketing funnel across a wide range of different assets that are, let's say, a lead gen cycle, you can ask AI to analyze your funnel. You can even use vision to look at the funnel. Like you can draw this funnel on a napkin if you would like, upload it to ChatGPT and have ChatGPT create on your behalf the funnel for your plan and then scale that. Don't get me wrong, there's some elements of this that will not be replicable by AI today, but fast forward five years, we're having a different conversation, such as the back-end technology of domains and stuff like that that need to be debugged for email marketing, deliverability issues, things like that. Humans still needed for that today. But when you fast forward, I think it's going to be very interesting as that stuff all changes, right? 40% saying graphic designers at risk. Can't wait to see more and more adoption of Dolly in mid-journey, as well as the traction that I believe these tools are going to get with new technology, new advancements. I think I read a piece the other day where someone said that eventually in mid-journey, you'll be able to create an entire world just by asking it to create it for you. A world that isn't just a picture of a world. (laughs) No, I'm talking about like a 3D world, like Red Dead Redemption, Grand Theft Auto that you can experience built on the back of AI. Fascinating, right? Now. I mentioned that there's risks that come with this. Risks like false information, intellectual property, privacy concerns, cybersecurity, and even hallucinations where the AI kind of goes off and does its own thing. But the number one risk, the number one risk that marketers believe can be associated with AI is false information. Nearly 50% of them pointed to false information as being the biggest risk. And I get that. I get that because if you're putting your trust in this technology, you need to have confidence in the idea that the insights that you're going to get back, the responses you're going to get back, the ideas, the data, the research is going to be rooted in some sort of truth. But today, if you go to ChatGPT and you ask it certain questions, it will act very, very confident and give you a response that sometimes isn't rooted in any type of research, any type of data is just kind of its own gut instinct and understanding based off of the LLM and the training and the data that it has incorporated over the last few years. So what do you need to do? You need to be cognizant of this. 
You need to be aware of this and you need to set protocols in place within your organization to ensure that you are analyzing the outputs of your AI prior to smashing that publish button. This is very important. You need to ensure that your models are being trained appropriately. If you are using AI in any way, shape, or form, you need to be aware of what sources are being used to provide you with your recos. Right? This is all very important. Now, one of my favorite topics in artificial intelligence is the wonderful world of deep fakes. And when you ask marketers if they are concerned about deep fakes, there's no question that they are. 78% of marketers identify that they are very concerned about deep fake technology. This gets personal, right? This gets personal because we all know that with deep fake technology, at a certain point, you're going to be unable to look at a video and know whether or not it's actually the president, the prime minister, or a governor saying the thing that you just heard them say. You're going to be uncertain to know whether or not the words that came out of that individual's mouth actually came out of their mouth, or it was just somebody who happened to use Reddit who came up with this idea of getting them to say a certain thing. This is the world that we live in, folks. Anyone can be made to say anything at any time. You can download their voice, their audio, and turn their voice into anything in the matter of minutes, hours. Do you know how problematic this is going to be in the court of law, where people are going to essentially be able to use AI to record their voice over a phone to give themselves an alibi, saying, look, I was talking to so-and-so at this time, and I have recordings of it. This is going to be so, so problematic. It's not going to necessarily be as problematic for the marketing world as it is for the general world, but it's definitely something that is going to have an impact. Today, I can upload a video of myself in the matter of minutes, talking into a camera, and then write text that I want that video to say. And that video, that voice, that video, that image, that me, that me that isn't really me will say the things that I ask it to say in the matter of minutes and it will come out just like I said it. But it won't be me. But people reading it, watching it, consuming it on the internet will believe that it was. And that's scary. But it's also an opportunity. An opportunity at scale to test so many different messages. Imagine that you wanted to have a video where you're saying, a whole bunch of different intros. We've all seen them. You're scrolling through Instagram reels, you're scrolling through your LinkedIn, and you see a video of an influencer, someone that you follow, and they start the video saying, hey there. Or they say, stop scrolling. You've got to see this. And you test across multiple videos, all these different hooks to see which one has the highest conversion rate to get that click. You might say, Ross, you're talking science fiction. I'm not. I'm talking science fact. This is possible today. And this is where testing is going to go. So when 78% of marketers say they're concerned about deepfake technology, I 100% get it on the personal side. But I'm 100% excited about it from the professional side. Also in this study, we talked about the concern of visual AI with graphics and in photography. Only 42% were concerned because they think still today that you can tell. I put up a picture of a burger 
on LinkedIn a few months back, as well as a, a real picture of a burger. And I asked people if they could tell the difference. It was about a 50-50 split between people trying to guess which one was a burger and which one was AI. The reason why I share this is simple, folks. The better this technology gets, the less likely it is that people are going to be able to tell the difference. It's very much there now. So we wanted to take this a step further just to get a sense of the sentiment around AI and what people thought. 93% believe that AI will have a positive impact in their work. And I loved reading this. I loved seeing this because I believed incorrectly, that a lot of marketers hated the idea that AI was going to show up in their job, but they're not there. We're not seeing it. We're seeing marketers excited about this opportunity. They think it's going to have a positive impact on their work, and I want it to. So we wanted to ask, where do you see the biggest benefit, folks? And the number one, the number one benefit, more than 60% of respondents identified that the amount of time savings that they will have because of AI is significant. That's powerful. The next closest benefit was capabilities, things that they would be able to do that they couldn't do before. And that was only 19%. So when I thought about this for a second, I wanted to really sit with it. 60% of people are excited about the fact that they're going to have more time because of AI. In this moment, I realized that this is the biggest opportunity. It's an opportunity because if you can open up more time in your day, you can focus on more high-value tasks. And if you can focus on more high-value tasks, you can get a better outcome, not only out of your people if you're in leadership, but out of yourself if you're an individual. This is the gold. The gold is found in time savings. And marketers agree. When I started to ask additional questions to some friends just a few weeks ago where I was speaking at Nevada, I was like, what do you think the future of AI is going to have for you? And this lady who I was chatting with, she gave me an answer that I didn't expect. She was almost teary-eyed when she said it. She said, these AI tools that I'm now using are making it easier for me to get time to actually hang out with my kids. It's making it easier for me to have time to pick my kids up from school to make them breakfast, and to not be frazzled when an email comes through and I have to respond because I have tools on my inbox that can respond faster than I could have and read it and give me tips and insights into what I should say. This is where we're going. So I believe AI will have a positive impact. And we decided in this survey that we were going to ask folks, like, what do you think the impact is going to be on things like content creation? Is it going to be worse? Because like, Everybody's saying content writers are going to be replaced by, like, is this going to have a negative impact? Only 18% believe that it would. More than 62% believed it would be positive. 20% nearly believed in neutral impact entirely. This is where the future lies. Now, I wanted to ask questions that would give me an insight into things that they believe that AI would never be able to do in their lifetime. This is always a fun one, right? You want to know where people think the limits are. Where are the limits? And the first one that had the highest rating, nearly 42, 45%, was the ability to engage with sales prospects on a call. This was interesting to me. I'm going to dive into this idea a little bit further over time, and I might record an episode, but I, I get it. But I think there's a future where AI might be able to do this too in our lifetime. I know. I'm a futurist and an optimist. And to some of you, you might think I'm a, a pessimist to even think that AI can take that from us. but I think AI can do that. 
40% also believe that hiring and training employees on the back of AI is impossible. I can see that one a bit. I wish we would have asked this a different way so it wasn't hire and train employees because I think training could be done with AI, but hiring might be tough. Create strategic plans. I think that's the next one following that is automation of the creative process. 40% of people believe that the creative process will never be automated. I'm excited to show you that it can be in a few weeks. <laughs> Stand by for that. Unique content ideas, campaign ideas, 35% believe that that can't happen. 30% don't believe that you can develop new products using AI. I loved reading that because I believe it can. And I'm excited to share again over the next few weeks how I believe this can, this can happen. So we also wanted to understand how leaders are, are in considering AI and putting it into their organizations. And these were some studies and insights that I didn't, I didn't expect to be honest with you, I thought it would be um, a little bit more optimistic. I was being a little bit more optimistic than I should have. When we asked how informed do you think leadership is at your company when it comes to AI, the results were, were meh, so to speak, right? 20% believe that leadership was slightly informed. 18% not informed at all. 35% very informed, right? 29% of respondents believe that their leaders are not sufficiently understanding and grasping AI. I would have thought after the last year that we had, more leaders would be all in on artificial intelligence and knowing about AI and studying it. Tells me that we're still in the early days. We also asked how many organizations have leaders that are actually talking about how they want to see AI incorporated and nearly 60% said yes. 40% of organizations have leaders that are not expressing that they want to use more AI, which was surprising to me. Here's a fact that was staggering and impactful for me. When we asked how many of them had 2024 plans and incorporated AI, 88%, nearly 89% suggested that it was going to play a role. And that is very fascinating, right? Because to contrast that, nearly 50% of them believe that their companies have a limited AI use case happening within their orgs, right? 20% are experimenting but not using it. So most people are still sitting on the fence when it comes to AI. So if you are an organization that gets it, the opportunity is real. Folks, I'm not here to tell you that you need to go all in on AI. I'm not here to tell you that AI is going to be the savior to some of the problems that you might have within your organization, your workflows, your projects, and the things that you do on a day-to-day -day basis. All I'm here to do today is give you some stats, give you some data, and give you some research. If you want more research just like this, be sure to subscribe to Foundation Labs. We publish content on a regular basis that break down the ins and outs of all things marketing, AI, content, marketing, B2B, SaaS, and so much more. But my goal today is simple. I hope you can listen to this insight. Hope you can listen to the studies, the research, the data points, and start to think through what this will mean for you in your career in the next few months. I encourage you to ask yourself how it can become a part of your world. AI in general, not just your world as it relates to professional, but also personal, and reflect on what the future could look like. It's possible that just by reflecting, you're able to uncover and discover 
things about yourself, opportunities that you want to pursue, ideas that you want to play with, or tools that you never experimented with before, but you might want to try now that you can leverage to do things that you never did, to go out and create something great. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time. Have a great day, night, or evening, and I will see you on the internet. Let's break it down.